days, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves that the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. We do include spoilers for the new film, However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will always let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. And if you don't want to hear the spoilers, just turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. You can uh, pick us up later after you've seen the movie if you want to hear the, the rest of the show. Now, we generally assume you guys have all already seen the classic film, or you wouldn't be listening to a horror podcast probably, so... We're always going to have spoilers when discussing anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be as well. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts uh, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. I'm alive and I'm here, man. We're making it happen. That's, uh... What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's torturing some kids. Oh, do y'all hear some <laughs> stuff in the background? <laughs> Let me yell at him to call. I'm at the mother-in-law's house right now. I've locked myself in the room with the dog. It's a... <laughs> We're chilling. <laughs> hey, I've got a better idea, man. Why don't you uh, yell, yell out there and ask them what uh, what's what was their cool of the week? This is a movie, uh, Brian. I know you've seen this one, uh, Philip. Have you seen the Eyes of My Mother? Uh, I have not. Yeah. I think I remember watching the preview for it though. You're 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 missing out. You saw like it, literal right, eyes, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, what did you think, Brian? What was your overall impre- impression of it? A little slow. It's a it's a slow burn, but um, I think the overall story. Uh, kept me in it the main actress was pretty wacky in the movie right but but you know without giving anything away it was you know she she was kind of brought up that way so you know i mean overall i i enjoyed it you know i i i'm i'm learning to appreciate the slow burn movies uh more lately so i believe it's it's, it's on netflix right right now <laughs> Yeah, uh, I watched it on Netflix. In fact, it's, it's only like an hour and 15 minutes, I think. I watched it pretty much basically during a, le- uh, a lunch break. Yeah. So it was kind of a quick watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a slow burn. The, I think I think the acting in it is really good. I'm not sure who that guy... Oh, actually, you know what? 
I do know who that guy was that played the the fellow that showed up early in the movie on on their farm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You guys, well, you guys have both seen the OA, right? Yes. Okay, you know the yeah. one guy. You know the one guy in there that's that's got the beard that's such a fucking asshole to everybody else. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, same same actor. One of the prisoners. Yeah, one of the prisoners. He's always a jerk. Oh, the guy with the yeah. dreads. The guy with the dreads. So, yeah, that's him, oh, okay. Dude. That is okay. Him. Yeah, I, li- I like this movie because it was super fucking morbid and dark, man. I mean, they did some things in this movie, and she did some things in this movie that I, they were just made my stomach turn, and I haven't, I haven't felt that emotion at a, at a movie in a long time. So I really enjoyed it. I thought the ending maybe left a little bit without going into anything, left a little bit to be desired, but. Uh, you know, I mean, hell, for a really, really small budget little independent black and white film, I thought it, I thought it did really, really well. I, I, I really enjoyed it. The Eyes of My mo- My Mother, and it is on Netflix. You uh, said it's on uh, Netflix. Yep. Oh, okay. I'll check it out, man. Yeah, and we and we know you watch a lot of Netflix stuff, Philip. You find the cheesiest, shitty, shittiest, oh, shittiest yeah. on Netflix, right? I do, man. I look at some awful things on Netflix. Like I'll, I'll rival Brian's sequel watching. <laughs> um, you know what I watched this week? Uh, my my little girl was really into to dinosaurs for some reason, and uh, so I threw on Jurassic Park. And uh, man, that thing holds up surprisingly well. Like if yep. you go back and watch the original, it was it was a whole lot of fun. And I mean, the graphics are still pretty decent you know like i really enjoyed myself the whole time plus like she was she was getting all like wonder eyed when they first showed the dinosaurs on that big scene and they're playing the big epic music and i was like that's kind of how i felt so i was excited (laughs) (laughs) yeah as long as it's not that piece of shit jurassic world right i like jurassic world (laughs) oh it's a lot better than uh lost world when, uh, is that which, which one was the third one? Lost the world. third one's no, that's the second one. Oh, is it the second one? Okay, yeah, where I had Vince Vaughn oh. and uh, had the gymnastic girl that like gymnastic kicked one of the dinosaurs in the face or something. <laughs> that movie was a piece <laughs> of shit. I don't know, they were all pretty awful up until the last one. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you talking about that one, Brian. You you brought you brought that one up a few weeks ago, I think. With the yeah, it was amazing, amazingly bad. Uh, my cool of the week. Um, as far as TV, I didn't really watch anything. Um, I did uh, catch the new season of The Ultimate Fighter, which is I kind of dropped off that show, but this season's very intriguing. They're actually bringing back past. Uh, past people that was on the show in previous seasons, uh, some of them actually won and just didn't really cut oh. it in the UFC. They even, um, matter of fact, they even have an actual person that's fighting for them mm-hmm. that's on the show. And um, man, it's, I need to go back and watch that. See, I fell yeah. off of it too. I haven't watched it in a little bit. Yeah, they 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 got a. I don't know if anybody knows Joe Stevenson. He was a uh, season two. This is season twenty five. Oh, yeah. He, Oh, wow. He was season two. He's season two winner, and he's back. It's it's it it's got my attention again because you know a lot of these guys you know were supposed to be big stars, and you know some of them had like personal family reasons or 
one guy had an alcohol problem, you know, just different reasons they didn't cut it on the show. And this is kind of like their their second chance. Hmm. So it kind of adds call it a to, comeback. Kind of adds to the drama. But as far as movies, yeah. I was uh I was listening to the uh Hail Ming podcast. Yeah. They reviewed yeah. a movie that I actually forgot that I had bought. I had bought the Scream Factory edition of Pumpkinhead. Oh yeah, that that's right. Oh. I've never and, seen uh, that. I I mean, it's very eighties. Mm-hmm. But it was directed by uh, Stan Winston, who's known for his uh, makeup and special effects. And the actual creature of Pumpkinhead is amazing. Yeah. And I totally recommend this uh, this movie. Um, the acting's a little off. I mean, besides Lance Hendrickson, you know, there's a lot of bad acting going on in this movie. But like I said, I, I think it's a watch just for the, the creature effects. And another thing I had to watch nice. this movie, li- listening to the Hail Ming podcast, they said the act, I don't I, I can't pronounce her name, uh, Mayim Balik, ba- Balik, she was Blossom on the TV show Oh, Blossom. yeah, sure. I guess uh, this was her oh, very yeah, first okay. movie. They, she was just like a random person in a group or something? Yeah, I would have. That was described. <laughs> if, if I didn't hear the podcast, I would have <laughs> never known she was in the movie, so. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much my cool little week. Definitely recommend uh, the Ultimate Fighter and Pumpkinhead. A couple of Blu-ray and actually some video game picks. Um, Blu-ray, we got the Belco Experiment coming on digital June 13th and Blu-ray June 27th. Reanimator 2-disc set coming from Arrow Video on July 25th. Um, Love that movie, Reanimator. And as far as video game... uh, um, we actually got a release date for Friday the 13th. Uh, this game, I've been waiting for this game, and it just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. But we got a set release date of May 26. Hmm. And um, uh, one more game. Like Jason, right? Yes. You can, it, <laughs> Or is it just randomly named Friday the 13th? Just to make no, this, sure, you know, you got to check on these things. No, this is... I'll uh, buy this fucking thing and Jason is not in it. I'm going to be super pissed. <laughs> no, this is uh, a Friday the 13th. You can either play as Jason or you can play as one of the uh, camp counselors. Ah. And you can like actually fun. go... Oh, I totally have to do this. That sounds And you, awesome. you can actually uh, go online with other people so there can be a group of you playing at the same time as counselors. Yeah, one more game. Uh, this game came out uh, originally in 1992. It was very controversial. It was called Night Trap. It is actually getting a release, uh, an anniversary release on Xbox and PS4. Okay, now uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Night Trap—that—that's the one that was uh, basically like video, like video clips, and it was a lot of uh, like chicks and skimpy negligees and stuff like that. They were in a there's like a murder in the house or something like that. Yes, you are correct. So was it was it so- a VHS game or? What? <laughs> no, it was originally for um, uh, the Sega CD game system back in the early '90s. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, um, yeah, so uh, they are releasing it uh, sometime uh, late spring, early summer, and it'll be digitally released for Xbox One and PS4. And you can actually get a limited uh, physical copy for PS4. That's a, a collector's edition. Right. 
And uh, from there, we're going to move on to some headlines. Uh, Disney just um, released some big uh, movie dates for upcoming movies. Avengers 4 will be May 3rd, 2019. And from what I'm hearing, uh, this is after Avengers 3, it's going to kick off a whole new... um, I guess they're not even calling it Phase 4. Okay. There's going to be some major changes. So so it's not going to be Infinity War Part 2 then? Uh, from what I'm reading, no. Hmm. Okay. Um, Star Wars the episode- same people? Because I heard that uh, Iron Man is, is out. Yeah. Uh, from what I read, um, Robert Downey Jr. after... I think after Avengers, he's done. Hmm. Not too sure when his contract ends. I know originally uh, Chris Evans said he didn't want to play Captain America no more, but he has since changed his mind. Yeah, I heard that. I think uh, with the... Because there was a big (laughs) shake-up. There was a big (laughs) shake-up with the executives. Why why would you walk away from that? Sorry, man. No, why would you walk away from that payday? I mean, it makes no sense. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Well, I think that there was a lot of rumors. Talking about the kids screaming in the background, I can't get rid of no, that. No, I'm no, sorry. No. I think there was a lot of rumors. He he was he wanted to retire from acting. That he wanted to uh, direct. Evans. Chris Evans wanted to direct. Okay. Yes. Star Wars Episode Nine is coming May twenty third, two thousand nineteen. They are starting to switch the December date from to May now for the Star Wars movies. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't think it'll happen. I think they'll. I think they'll stick with December. But I mean, time time will tell. But uh, it's just well, we're working, getting working too well. We're getting we're getting Han Solo around uh, around that time. Oh, so they're going to start double. They're they're going to start doubling down okay. every year. I mean, it depends on how big this thing. I mean, it's big right. now, but sure, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, July tenth, twenty twenty. No. <laughs> Come on. Will Harrison Ford be around? Oh, no. If he's still if he's still alive, I was gonna say, man. Oh. <laughs> and, and they said that the only Indiana Jones is gonna be Harrison Ford. They're right. not gonna put anybody else in that character role. I don't know how that's gonna work. Do you think this is the final Indiana Jones? <laughs> uh, if if they want Harrison Ford to play him, yeah. <laughs> Unless they start doing CGI Harrison Ford, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like tw- yeah. 24, 24 year old Doctor Jones again. No, I don't know. Here, I think Harrison Ford can hang in there mm-hmm. a lot longer. I just, I just, I, I'm concerned about him physically because he and I know he insists on doing a lot of his own stunts, and I know he 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 hurt himself on the Crystal Skull movie. My understanding, he also hurt himself on on the on the Star Wars movie, right? Didn't he break an ankle? Yeah, or? yeah he had a, a a door fall on his leg or something. Oh yeah. Didn't he get in a plane crash too? Yeah, I thought so, man. <laughs> it's like what? The yeah, at one point. Is this a, a tough dude, man? But I mean, when's his luck gonna run out? You get know, too old for this shit. <laughs> All right, uh, X Files is returning for a ten episode event series, late 2017, early 2018. Man, I never watched the new stuff. Yeah, I, like I, right. I love the old ones, but I never watched. I, I watched like the first three episodes of the new of the new ones. I, I, I say I know a lot of people were uh, really enjoyed the last season. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah 
I think I watched maybe three or four episodes of the original series, and it just never really caught me. Scott Derrickson, director of uh, Doctor Strange and Exorcism of Emily Rose, is directing Lock and Key, which is going to be a series, I believe, on Hulu. Uh, Lock and Key originally was a comic book for IDW, and it was written by Joe Hill and (laughs) illustrated by Gabrielle Rodriguez. They're really trying to make this Hulu thing happen, aren't they? A quick synopsis for Lock and Key. Lock and Key revolves around three siblings who, after the gruesome murder of their father, move to their ancestral home in Maine, only to find the house has magical keys that will give them a vast array of powers and abilities. Little do they know a devious demon also wants the keys and will stop at nothing to attain them. <laughs> Gotta love those devious demons, man. Okay. I mean, is there really any other kind? That's the part that got my attention. <laughs> hmm. Um, uh, more movie news. Uh, James Wan, everybody knows James Wan, and Alexandra Aja, who directed uh, The Hills Have Eyes remake and High Tension, are joining forces to make a movie uh, called Smart House. Synopsis for Smart House is Smart House is a thriller about a family in the witness protection program placed in the custody of the state of a state of the art uh, anonymous uh, smart house. When a group of assassins locates the family, the house goes into a lethal defense mode. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It sounds really familiar. Hasn't this been done seven or eight times in the last ten years? Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm a. I mean, it's James Wan, and I do like right. uh, Alex Aja. Um, Alex Aja also did uh, Piranha 3D and Horns. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So, I'm definitely. Gonna oh, that's check a pretty it out. good one. And plus, the Hills Have Eyes remake was really good. Something that we had talked about on our Fate of the Furious uh, podcast: Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jason Statham are officially getting a spinoff movie. <laughs> so they kissed and made up, huh? Um, oh, it was oh, Vin wait. Diesel. No, that's right. Okay, sorry. Vin Diesel was the one that was supposedly... Which, um, t- uh, listening to the League of Geeks podcast, they uh, they talked about some news uh, about the Vin uh, Diesel um, rock beef. Apparently, right. apparently there was a stinger end credit scene that... Would have set up a rock, uh, Jason Statham movie, hmm. but apparently Vin Diesel uh, put a stop to it. Oh no! Yeah, apparently they filmed it. This Didn't Vin Diesel it. rock thing is a real thing. Like they really don't like each other. Well, I heard they for the movie because they they they're, they're confirmed to be in uh, the next one. So I heard as far as the movie, they have made up. But yeah. no, they don't like each other. That's gonna be that's gonna be awkward. I'm sorry, dude. If you're on the rocks bad side, I I cannot be on board with you. <laughs> wow. Uh, the uh, this will also feature uh, Charlize Theron, so uh, she will return in in some kind of way as a villain. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> you you listen to horror news radio, right? Yes. I hate to say this, but I got—I got to tell you, I—I I, I think it's going to be the same thing that I heard. I think I heard one of those guys mention that that they think in like the next movie she's she's going to come around and be a good guy. I wouldn't—I yeah, wouldn't be surprised, but honestly, uh, probably. I think, I think if this movie is a hit, I don't. I think people would rather see The Rock and Jason Statham than The Fast right? and Furious. 
Well, you know, and then uh, they could, uh, they could, hey, if, hey, you know what? This could solve the whole problem. If, if they're having problems with, uh, or if the Rock's having problems with Vin, yeah, man, then now we can have two franchises going at once. Those two can go off and, and kind of do their own thing, and then Vin Diesel can bring a few more people into the family there, you know? That's a, that's a lot of star power you're taking from the, the main movie I series. I know, I know, but they've done it before, man. They can do it again. Yeah, and my original thought was, you know, I mean, how many more of these Fast and Furious movies can they possibly do? But, I mean, look how well the last one did. Yeah, right. it's, um, I think it's about to hit a billion already. wonder if anybody ever said, but I really wonder how many of these James Bond movies can they really do? Yeah, but I don't think it's the same thing, man. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Because <laughs> you can keep recasting James Bond. Going to be real hard to recast Ludacris, right? <laughs> I suppose so. Okay, we got some schedule changes for some upcoming movies. Uh, Insidious Chapter 4 moves from October 20th, 2017 to January 5th, 2018. The Predator is okay. moving from February 9th, 2018 to August 3rd, 2018, which the Insidious one kind of seems like they're a little worried as far as box office. But from what I'm hearing, The Predator is being moved to the end of the summer movie, uh, the big box office summer movies, because they got a lot of faith in this, uh, the next Predator movie. As well they should. Summer blockbuster. If it's got a good trailer, man, that's all they need. Uh, they are uh, have posted pictures on, on uh, Facebook, so they are filming, currently filming it. So uh, X-Men movie news. They just released, um, we are getting three X-Men movies next year. Uh, the first one announced is New Mutants, April 13th. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 2, June 1st. And X-Men Dark Phoenix, November 2nd. They already did Dark Phoenix. What the fuck? Are you serious? Well, you know, no, none of none of that counts because uh, Days of Future Past. Oh man! All right, yeah, so they're just going to read. I'm re- very confused this with this whole X Men series now. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Who's going to be in New Mutants? Is it is it X twenty three? Well, I don't even know how that. Would I don't know work. what timeline they're on anymore. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know as far I know, as that's cast- what I was saying. I know as far as casting, they they got the actress uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. She was uh, in The Witch and uh, Split. Okay. She was the main actress. Okay. And uh, Maisie Williams. The big eyes? From, uh, yeah, yeah, and Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Which which one from Game of Thrones? Is that the... Uh, um, which, which chick from Game of Thrones? Arya. Arya Stark. Okay. Uh, I am going to butcher this name. Taja... Formiga, who is the younger sister of uh, Vera Formiga, has joined the cast of The Nun, which is the Conjuring spinoff movie. And hmm. also the actress Bonnie Ahrens, who played The Nun in The Conjuring, is going to reprise her role. Interesting. Okay. Creepy character. Real quick, uh, DC News. Um, pretty sure uh, Kevin's going to be bummed out about this one, but the show Powerless has already been pulled off the NBC schedule. <laughs> That's what I heard. Coming next year, we're going to get a DC streaming service, and we're going to, and that's where the Teen Titans show is going to be. Oh, that's how they're going to do that. I was curious how that was going to work. If that was going to, so what's going? Yeah, uh, it what's will. Gonna, it will going to do for the CW. It will have. Um, as far as I know, Teen Titans has nothing 
thing to do with the CW universe. Quick uh, little uh, information I got on Teen Titans. It will be centered around the character Dick Grayson. Um, it follows a, a group of young, soon-to-be superheroes recruited from every corner of the DC universe in this action-adventure series. Dick Grayson emerges from the shadows to become a leader of a fearless band of new heroes that include Starfire, Raven, and others. Hmm. And another show that I'm a big fan of is the cartoon series uh, Young It'll Justice. Be like Power Rangers, but way cooler. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Okay. Uh, a show that I'm a big fan of is uh, Young Justice. Um, um, season three of that show is going to be also on the streaming service. So, so here's my question: DC is doing their basically their basically it's going to be a DC network. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, they're not going to want the CW still having all all their shows competing against them for DC viewership, are they? You know what, I. To be honest, I have not watched not one show from any of these new seasons. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't hate too. the shows. I don't hate the shows. It's right. just, they're like 30 episodes a season, and yep. I just didn't care anymore. I don't know. Maybe this, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very intrigued about this Teen Titans show, and especially that they're doing it on their own kind of streaming service. So uh, it kind of sounds like there won't be any restrictions that they're going to do as far as the show. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Philip, what are your thoughts, man? Well, I mean, what kind of restrictions are we worried about with Teen Titans? I mean, how how bad can it really get? <laughs> um, I, I'm not downloading any new channels or any of that bullshit so that I can watch it. <laughs> But uh, if if it's easy access, I'll totally watch the Teen Titans thing. All right. David Fincher is confirmed to direct World War Z 2, and it will start filming January 2018. You know, I don't think that the first one was strong enough to, like, warrant a second one, really, to be honest I, with you. I agree. David Fincher changed your guys' mind? Mm, he's one of my favorites, but maybe not not particularly. What do you think, Phil? Not really. I, I'm not as big a director guy as, as y'all are. Yeah, well, Fincher's, Fincher's definitely one of the best. I mean, if anybody can do it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what would win me over, Brian. If they went, went away from the format of the first movie and they went more to the format of the book, which is basically a series of vignettes. It's basically, the book was like 10 or 12 short stories in a, in a, in a post-zombie world. Okay. And, you know, they took place roughly in chronological order as far as the stories went, but they were all completely different characters and completely different scenes. So if they did it more like an anthology type thing to go and actually took some of the stories right out of the book and Fincher was directing it, then, yes, I would be game. You know, what you're telling me right there is something I could see. I could see him doing um, something I was excited about when I first heard it. But then um, they also released the um director of the movie and it just totally took me out um this is something from my childhood masters of the universe live action movie okay. is coming december 18th 2019 i was all in on this right but then they announced the director is mick g i don't know if you guys know mick g oh i love this show chuck man come on Maybe. Yeah, he also he also did Charlie's Angels and right. uh, Terminator Salvation. I don't want him doing my Masters of the Universe movie. I want someone that did 
like Game of Thrones episodes or something. Maybe some one of the directors of the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. But not this guy. I think you're asking a lot, man. That's I'm not I'm not sure that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be better than that eighties shit that right. came out with Dolph Lundgren and yeah. Monica Prince. <laughs> I mean that that's what I'm telling myself. It's it's gotta be at least better than that. But um, I guess we'll see in a couple years. Mm-hmm. And our last news, uh, which I was saving for the end, because it's a, a movie that we, uh, I think we all rated it pretty high. Um, they just announced the title and date for the Unbreakable Split sequel. Ah. And it, and it will be called Glass. And it will come out January 18, 2019. Stars confirmed as Bruce Willis, James McAvoy, Samuel L. Jackson, and Anya Taylor-Joy. I am definitely excited for this. Uh, especially oh, yeah. uh, Split and Unbreakable are... I'm about to rewatch Split probably here tonight. Um, they're kind of high up there with uh, my movies for um, Sha- uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. That guy. Yes, that guy. <laughs> um, so I'm super excited that we're getting these two worlds, well, same world, but these two movies uh, into one. Yeah, definitely. That's it. It sounds. I mean, I, how can they go wrong with this one? I mean, the, the Unbreakable and Split were both pretty awesome. It's also super cool on the rewatch. Uh, mm-hmm. So you ought to have fun with that. All right, and that was our news. All right, so that's quite a quite a few news stories uh, this week you found out, uh, Brian. So, uh, as with every show, it's time to take a little trip down to the trailer park. It's a little piece of paradise way out here in the woods. There's always something going on down in the trailer hood. We take a look at the big, yeah. the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what's the first new trailer this week? First one we're going to review is a new Hulu series, Dimension 404, starring Robert Buckley, Joel McHale, Ashley Ricards, Constance Wu, and Patton Oswald, narrated by Mark Hamill. Hmm. A uh, quick synopsis, uh, an anthology series that explores the wonders and terrors of our digital age from outrageous horror comedy to mind-bending action adventure. Hmm. What did you guys think about this one? Philip? I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> I'm super fucking confused. I was like, I don't know whether... Is this a joke? I mean, this, I'm not even entirely sure that this series is real. It may just be a commercial to fuck with us. <laughs> I hate to say this, uh, but it, it almost, I got the impression that it was a network TV knockoff of Black Mirror, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just wasn't that impressed. <laughs> Not with the trailer, anyway. I mean, I'm sure it'd be fun to watch if you got, you know, an a, 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 10 hours or however many episodes there are to kill. But I'm not going to go out of my way to subscribe to Hulu to get this, that's for sure. A lot okay. of comedy actors in here. Mm-hmm. Look like it. Okay, moving on to our next trailer is for Blood Drive, which is part of Sci-Fi's new Grindhouse series. Okay. Starring Alan Richson, Christina Ocha, Thomas Dominique, 
Marma Corlett and others. Um, synopsis for this. Set in the near dystopian future, the series features a former cop who is forced to take part in a death race in which cars are run on human blood as fuel. All right, this one, this one, uh, uh, this one gave me the exact opposite reaction, guys, to to the one we just talked about. Because I heard Dimension Four Hundred Four described, and I thought it sounded pretty cool, and then the trailer just completely turned me off. This one, I heard it described, and I thought, what in the fuck are they doing and i fucking love this trailer it looks like they're putting so much into this if they can keep all these different things going on for a season this will be a damn fun show but is it a whole is it a whole series with just this stuff happening because i feel like it would make a super cool like indie movie right but like stretch stretching it out for a series may get old yeah, from what I understand, this this blood drive is going to be the first series. There's going to be other series because okay. uh, they're doing the whole uh, grindhouse thing on on the Sci Fi Channel. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. I like the direction they're going in. At least you know, no more mutant sharks and shit. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I could sit. Now yeah, we just have cars that run on blood. <laughs> I I could sit there for an hour a night and 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 look at Christina Ochoa. That's for sure. I totally agree. <laughs> Uh, we don't have long to wait for this series. Uh, it's coming June fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! I'm I'm gonna check it out because when they uh, Philip, what did you think? Like when they started going into because it looked cheesy at first. You know, like the, she opened the hood up and the the engine like ate that guy and everything. But when they got to the part where they were, I liked like, that the, part. I thought it was cool. Ah, all right, that's cool. But what what you know what got me is when they showed like all the different uh, all the different. Um, grindhouse trope characters like they showed the cannibals and and the cult the cult members and all the different groups i thought man they might could do a lot with this show fingers crossed on this one yeah keep it keep it keep it kind of quirky and cool I, I think they could pull it off all right on to our final trailer which was the biggest one of the week kingsman the golden circle starring taron edgerton colin firth Mark Strong, Channing Tatum, Holly Berry, Julianne Moore, Jeff Bridges, Pedro Pascal, Vin, Vinny Jones, Sophie Cookson, and a cameo by Elton John, directed by Matthew Vaughn. Uh, when their headquarters are, dest- are destroyed at the world and the world is held hostage, the Kingsman's journey leads them to discovery the discovery of an allied spy organization in the U.S. These two elite secret organizations must band together to defeat a common enemy. Yeah, I mean the first movie was pretty outstanding. So uh, I have no reason to believe that this one is not going to be. Uh, I'll just have to wait and see it when it comes out. I do think I saw a scene from Despicable Me though, where they went down into a submarine or something. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, we are getting this September twenty second. Uh, yeah, we got a couple things. We got uh, Darren Wilson uh, messaged us and said, uh, Dude, I am digging this Get Out slash Stepford Wives episode. Uh, I couldn't find a Facebook discussion group for it. Is there one? Um, I don't know. Is there one, guys? Yeah, Brian, you're our Brian, you're our uh, our our, so, our social our social guru here, man. Um, make, make sure everybody if- knows how we can get facebook discussions going and how how else they can reach us and and give us uh just type in the horror returns on facebook uh we are also on twitter instagram and our 
Email address is thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, a Facebook discussion group is something um, I think we can we can start one up. Uh, yeah. That's what everybody wants. Um, it would uh, be actually really cool to, you know, dis- discuss stuff with the listeners. And so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that'll probably be coming in the near future. Then. Cool. Okay, cool. I'm not sure how it works, but I'll make it happen. We'll, 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 do we'll it. figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Sounds good. Man. We're going to work on a learning on the fly, guys. We're making it happen. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Stephen Loblad also posts, uh, Pet was great. See you guys. That's what I said. Yeah. (laughs) He said, uh, creepy as hell, but great. Yeah. I, I was, I was kind of high on it when I, uh, when, when I, when I reviewed it, I don't know if it's quite a nine, but it's, it's still up there, man. I really enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. And, uh, Stephen Loblad agrees with me. So take that. (laughs) <laughs> there you have it uh, then uh, this week we want to give a shout out to our friends Marcy Poppy, uh, I, I'm sorry Marcy I can't ever remember Super Marcy Pap, Pap Andrea. yeah there you go well it's not spelled right on my paper sorry Marcy <laughs> uh, Bede Bede German Bede <laughs> and Bede I'm sorry, the Australian dude. names are, 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 are uh, hitting to you. <laughs> Be Jermaine and the Super Network. You can find them at www.facebook.com slash the Super Network. Uh, look for great reviews and coverage of all the films from them. Also, uh, they're in Australia. That's the names. Uh, so they get to see a lot of movies before we do. Uh, they already have a full review up for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I saw that, and I'm totally jealous. Right. Uh, thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. Uh, we love the feedback, and as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, uh, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. Shoot us some feedback, and we'll mention you on the show. And fuck up your name. <laughs> and maybe send you a t-shirt. <laughs> Unless you're in Australia, in which it costs like forty five dollars to send the T-shirt, but we yeah, we, no shit. Owe, we owe Marcy, Marcy something, man, because I tried to get I tried to get her a T-shirt months ago, and when I found out how much it was going to cost to get it over there, I'm like, ah, uh, let me rethink and see if there's some electronic item I can, you know, get to her digitally or something like that. We'll but we we didn't forget picture, about you, Marcy. I said we'll we'll email you a picture of the T-shirt. <laughs> oh, jeez, not quite the same. No, not quite. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. On that note, uh, you guys ready to move on to the featured attractions? Let's do it. So the first uh, movie we're going to... We're, we're actually doing the new movie, The Void, that uh, has come out recently. It's getting a lot of critical praise. And, uh, Brian, I think you... Yeah, you you, you kind of came pretty... You, you did pretty good, I think, on, on the movie that you paired with it. Although I think it might have been a little bit closer to a few of carpenter's other movies maybe dealing more with uh cthulhu and things of that nature but um yeah the, the, uh, after watching the movie there might have been some other movies that you could have paired with the two but true we'll get into that in our review well you definitely you definitely can't go wrong with john carpenter's the thing and this this is one of those uh reviews guys that i'm gonna mostly leave to the two of you because i've obviously i've seen it quite a few times but probably haven't seen it in about a year, which is when we kind of recorded uh, 
a trial episode, so you guys have probably seen it a lot more recently. I'm going to let you guys do most of the reviewing, although I, I will give it a number, because I think I've seen it enough to do that. Going into trivia, The Thing director John Carpenter, uh, also known for Halloween, They Live and Escape from New York. Writer was Bill Lancaster. Uh, he was known for the Bad News Bears movies. And this was originally based on a story called Who Goes There. That's right. It's based on a story called Who Goes There by John W. Campbell Jr. Uh, John Carpenter considers this to be the first of his Apocalypse trilogy. Uh, Prince of Darkness and the Mouth of Madness comprise the other two parts of the trilogy. Uh, As this film moved into post-production, Rob Botton, the special effects guy, found himself virtually living at the studio. He was forced to break from this when he was diagnosed with exhaustion and admitted to the hospital. And uh, this is some newer trivia I found that wasn't in the the last time we talked about it, Brian. This this movie has become part of the culture in Antarctica. It is a a long-standing... It is a long-standing tradition in all British Antarctic research stations to watch the thing as part of their midwinter feast and celebration held every June 21st. So, uh, Brian, I already know how much you love this movie. Uh, Philip, you, you want to go, uh, go first on this one? Brian just loves it because he lives in the fucking snow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, man. Uh <laughs> No, this is definitely one of my favorite John Carpenter movies. Uh, the thing is a classic. Uh, Kurt Russell is phenomenal. Uh, I, all the characters, like at first glance, they all seem like like stereotypes, but I think that they're just they're just big characters. You know, I mean, like you got the the black dude talking jive on the roller skates, and you know, like the the dude with the sunglasses who's uh, who, who like chills and smokes weed and the rock and roll guy and uh and all that but i think they're just big characters man and and they put those characters in the movie to make it more interesting and i think that they do a great job of it um the story's great the tension's great uh it's a classic you know i I, there's not a whole lot more i can say about it It, it, the, the the bad guy was awesome i love 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 the practical effects uh when that dog turns into the other dogs and the thing you know what i mean the thing oh yeah <laughs> it's uh it's crazy man it's uh it, it still holds up watching it today uh it was great and i watched i watched the void before i watched the thing and i think that i'm glad that i did it that way because i was very very pleasantly surprised when i watched the thing again man it, it was awesome well like you said i fucking love this movie this is one of my favorite movies of all time uh kurt russell's the fucking man um like yeah you know cool shit in this one, huh? yeah philip you said it all i mean there's great practical effects great performances um the whole the whole paranoia and the the not knowing who's the thing i fucking love that in this movie uh, you brought up the dog uh the dog scene in the kennel and um another favorite scene of mine is the the spider head thing i guess thing oh yeah uh oh those yeah. are iconic those are iconic scenes right there and like you said the dude knows that's on yeah. skates and windows no always smoking <laughs> always smoking weed you know <laughs> it added to the movie it didn't <laughs> take nothing away mm-hmm. and let's not forget mr uh wilford brimley who played blair 
Mr. Diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he He's was going to be at the, the Texas primary, by the way. That's right. He was batshit crazy in this movie. But, you know, when you when you watch it multiple times, you know, was he really crazy? Because, you know, he figured it out, you know, what what could happen if this thing gets into civilization. So I like that whole performance. And, of course, we can't forget about Keith David. Mm hmm. Another yeah. role where he he plays someone that is not taking shit from nobody, and I always love that about and his characters. But yeah, I I love this movie. Um, I'm so big on practical effects. Um, I always wanted to know: does it really cost that much to do practical effects? Because I'm a lot of movies that I I think. I would probably like even more if they did practical effects instead of CG. But I, I always wanted to know, is is it a cost thing or what? But as far as this movie, this is one of my all-time favorites. And I'm going to pass it over to you, Lance. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll tell you what, they did they did really right in this movie. And I thought about it, you know, the more that I saw that thing, you know, remake or whatever it was where they were doing the fillings in the teeth and everything... Yes. The, uh, my favorite scene in this was definitely the the uh, the blood test. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I should have brought that up because I remember when I first seen that as a kid, that scared the shit out of when it when it squealed, <laughs> it squealed and it jumped out like of the no, yeah. Awesome. So let me let me ask you guys a question. I um I I heard a ru- I heard a rumor that uh, there was an they interviewed someone recently. I don't remember if it was Kurt Russell or if it was. Uh, I don't know if it was Kurt Russell or Keith David or maybe just someone totally different, but isn't there like a new theory out? Brian, you would probably know this. You do a lot of reading um, that maybe there is an Easter egg or not an Easter egg, but something hidden there at the very, very end that kind of does tell you which one of them is infected. Okay. um, I think it was uh, somebody that worked on the movie Mm -hmm. kind of put it out there that you could see. I uh, just um, I'm throw this out there. I did not watch the end of this because ever since I heard that, I don't want to know. I I liked how they left it that you didn't know. Right. But but for anybody that wants to go and look for it, apparently there's supposed to be a glimmer in someone's eyes. Hmm. And whoever I I, I might if it might be vice versa, but. Right. Um, whoever has the glimmer in their eyes, that's the actual person, and the other person is the thing. Oh, because they have kind of like dead eyes. They film where they look sort of have dead like eyes. Made up bullshit. Yeah. But from what I understand, um, I also I own two copies of this movie. I have the the Scream Factory edition, and I guess it it came from an interview on the Blu-ray mm-hmm. from one of the guys that worked on the movie that um, that this is supposed to be a thing in the movie, but I kind of turned it off. Right. Uh, the last five minutes, because I don't want to know. I love that you didn't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm with Phil. That kind of sound, that that kind of sounds like something that was uh, either made up or speculative. But then again, I mean, maybe if they did kind of put it in there where whoever the thing was sort of had dead eyes that like maybe didn't have didn't uh, glisten in the light or something like that. Um, but I mean, fuck, nah. You, <laughs> it it's whoever you think it is. <laughs> it's neither one of them. It's both of them. Who knows? You know. I mean that's the that's the beauty of the ending of this movie, and that's why the uh, the, the uh, again not not to bring up the remake again, but that's why the the ending of it wasn't nearly as impactful. I think I think we were we yeah. were pretty high on the remake, weren't we? 
when we did our uh, yeah, demo it was, episode. It was good, but it definitely was no 1982 thing. It. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Let's move on to our move on to our scores. Uh, Phil, what's your what's your rating for the thing, man? Uh, man, I. <sighs> As much as I kind of want to give it a 9.5, I think I have to give it a 10. The <sighs> thing is a pretty awesome movie, wow. man. I, I think it holds right up there with uh, The Exorcist for me. That's high praise, man. Uh, high, yeah. pra- high praise indeed. Bri- uh, Brian, I think you're you're going to be pretty close, if not there, huh? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm right there with him. This is, a, this is a 10. Like I said, one of my all-time favorites. I... Rewatch this movie constantly. Um, John Carpenter, Kurt Russell, Keith David. Um, nothing more to say about it. Ten. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, uh, I, I will, I will, I will give it a super high score as well. I, I, I give it a nine, and uh, I also find it to be up there, you know, pretty close to The Exorcist and and films like that. It's, it's, it's one of the. If not one of the, my five favorite of all time, it's definitely one of my top ten of all time. So, yeah, I mean that's enough about the thing. We could, like I said, we could sit here and and talk and, and talk uh, nines and tens all night about it. But we're gonna we're gonna move on to the void, which is our our featured attraction this week. The new movie that's out. Uh, directors and writers were Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky. Also known for Father's Day. Either of you guys seen Father's Day? The original or the remake? I don't know. I didn't know there was an original. <laughs> I knew there was a Mother's Day. Father's Day, huh? Oh, I'm, never mind. I'm, I'm thinking of Stepfather. The Stepfather. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Does that have Eddie Murphy? Oh, no, wait. That's Daddy Daycare. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Well, they uh, they did it. <laughs> Um, a murderer. <laughs> this is the Father's Day description, guys. Uh, a mur- I think this is the right one. It may not be. <laughs> There's like three or four Father's Day. Now that you now that you mention it, Brian. But it says a murderer, a priest, and a delinquent try to bring down a father-killing madman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that that goes right on point because there's also three or four different voids. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> You're right. You had a lot of trouble finding this movie, didn't you? Well, no, it just happened to be I, I I didn't I didn't realize how many of them there were until after I'd watched it, and then I was like, ah, oh, shit! I hope I watched the right one. <laughs> well, I will. But when we were comparing it to the thing, it had a very thing vibe to it, so it makes sense. I will tell you this: it was it was a uh, crowdfunded project, so somebody liked it, um, or or at least had okay. faith in in these guys. Um, as we kind of alluded to before, the monster, the cult, the planet, and the mystery behind it are based on H.P. Lovecraft's creation Cthulhu. And final piece of trivia is that this film was originally shown at the 2016 uh, Fantastic Fest and later at the Toronto After Dark Film Festival. Um, you guys mind if I go first? Go ahead. Uh, think this could be a palate cleanser... If you guys agree with most of the reviewers that have seen this movie, because I'm going to go the opposite way and tell you that, in my opinion, this movie was a piece of shit. Didn't enjoy <laughs> Did not enjoy it at all. I, I found it to be a very, very um, weak aping 
of a lot of different Carpenter movies and and a lot of movies by other by other directors as well. And I, the impression I got from the very beginning is it didn't know what it wanted to be. And yeah, I mean maybe it was primarily a, a, a Cthulhu mythos story or what have you. And they had all the you know all all the tropes that you get in those like the. A uh, person who goes mad because they're basically possessed by Cthulhu, and Cthulhu channels them to kind of get into our world. Um, and then you've got, of course, the sacrifice that, or sacrifices that happen, and things like that. Oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the worst thing for me was that the um, I, I, I didn't I didn't find a single actor in this movie that I that I cared for. Um, I thought the main guy, that our main quote unquote hero, the deputy deputy character or whatever he was um was just completely wooden i didn't see i didn't see any buy-in there i didn't believe that any of the relationships that the people were having were real relationships i didn't see any passion um really people that were supposedly um or that were the characters that were family members i didn't see any real familial love there or any reason to believe that they actually were. I didn't see any reason to believe that people that were supposedly in love had any passion whatsoever or any love. Um, I thought that the, yeah, I thought that they kind of, what they did, in my opinion, with the effects was that they took, they made practical effects too practical. It To me, it almost seemed like this was sort of a joke, making fun of Carpenter films and stuff like that in certain places. The special effects were so fucking horrible, and, and there was just okay so you've got the thing which was made in 82 which was a long time before this movie was made and yet when i saw when i when i saw the uh you know the creature coming out of the dog and the tentacles coming out and like you guys had mentioned the spider uh creature and the head the bending backwards and all that i believed every minute of it and a lot of it i think had to do Mm -hmm. with the the shrieking the sound effects that went with it and the reactions of all the actors, I think all that helped sell the special effects. But the 1982 thing was a work of art as far as the special effects go. Um, I think this was yeah. just, to me, these guys were like hacks. You know, just basically putting blood and gore in just for the sake of putting in it. didn't even look realistic to me. Um, I really thought that the... Uh, okay, so here, here here's what I found. I, I'm, I'm sitting here watching, I'm thinking, okay, so... All right, cool. They're basically trying to make fun or not make fun i shouldn't say that should give should give the filmmakers more credit than that they're trying to pay homage to the thing here okay cool that's good a little homage a little homage now wait a minute when does homage just kind of become you know basically just not like i said i'm not trying to say they were making fun of it or doing that on purpose i think these guys honestly felt that they were making a that they were making a beautiful homage to the films and the filmmakers that they love, but I don't know. It just okay. So it's just a copycat, in, in my opinion, of a lot of movies. So you got it was copycatting the thing. It was definitely copycatting in the mouth of madness. It was definitely copycatting Prince of Darkness. It, lots of scenes, and there was one thing, one scene where they brought some characters out, Brian, and I thought, okay, here we go. Here's the Hellraiser characters. And they didn't do a goddamn thing with them. That that just it, that storyline ended there. It's like okay, they got all these great characters. They obviously spent quite a bit of money on their costumes to make them kind of look like the Cenobites, and now they do absolutely nothing with them. Okay, what? And then they go. I, I thought the editing was atrocious. You know, 
they just and I know some of this was intentional because they wanted a dreamlike quality, but in in my in my eyes they just they just moved around and skipped around from scene to scene without a whole lot of logical reason to do it. Just it, it looked to me like poor editing. So you know, bad bad acting, bad editing, terrible storyline, no originality whatsoever. Basically, just aping a whole bunch of really great movies. Uh, who's next? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> I'll go. we got that out of the way. Now you guys are going to be like everybody else that I've heard that loves this movie. I'm sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna volunteer to go. I volunteer tribute. Speaking of which. I'm going to compare this to a Tenacious D song. Uh, this is not the greatest song in the world. This is just a tribute. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It, uh, it, uh, it, it, I, I, I can see where you're coming from on every front that you just said. And part of me agrees with you. Part of me got into the movie and, and kind of enjoyed it. But, and you know, I'd rather see bad practical effects, which some of these practical effects were bad, uh, than bad CGI effects because that totally takes me out of it. Um, I, you know, I think that they were definitely going for a thing kind of quality. I don't know what kind of budget they had doing this with a crowdfunded project, but I mean, obviously the actors were no, there was nobody big name in it. Yeah, the, uh, the uh the the what was it he's a deputy or whatever he was he irritated the shit out of me through <laughs> through most of the movie man i tried to get on board with him and he was just uh i, I don't know man something about his stupid fucking hair he he makes me mad <laughs> but uh uh, you know, I, it was it was it was okay to watch it definitely is not the worst movie i've seen in a while um it had a it had a good idea, man. It was just the follow through, you know. That it, like they could have hit a home run if they just finished the damn swing, but they didn't do it. They checked it, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they did what they could with the budget, I guess. I think that I was confused, especially at the end. I'm still not entirely sure what happened or what the whole thing was going on there, but I suppose we'll get into that in spoilers if we're gonna do spoilers for this one. Um. I don't know what the hell we're going to spoil because I'm still not entirely sure what the fuck happened. But, uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, it was just okay for me. I, I think I'm kind of middle of the road. I didn't hate it, but I definitely mm-hmm. didn't love it. Brian, what'd you think, man? I actually liked it. Uh, was it the best thing I've seen all year? No. Right. Um, it was a little slow in the beginning for me. Um, there was a, a lot of things in this movie that I think, Philip, you, you hit it right on the nose. Um, if they would have took a full swing at it, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, uh, there's a good movie in here somewhere. Yeah. Um, I actually like the practical effects. Um, for this to be a crowdfunded independent movie, I think they did what they could. And I thought there was a lot of creepy monsters and effects going on um that we'll get into in the sport but there was a a lot of things i wanted to see a a lot more of and um i think uh yeah lance you said quite a bit about it so i think we should just get into scores and just go straight into uh spoilers well uh it was definitely uh (laughs) if the filmmakers are listening to us and i'm sure they're not (laughs) 
Good news, guys. It, it was no, it. it was no bye bye man. It was definitely oh, no bye bye man. Okay. Yeah, it was no bye bye man. No, though this was a, this was a good one and a half out of ten. Uh, good, good effort, good effort, guys. Good effort, but it's uh, not a good effort. <laughs> one and a half out of ten. That's that's a kick in the nuts, is what that is. <laughs> Philip, uh, uh, oh, were you finished? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a five. I think it's uh, I think it's right middle of the road, man. They had a they had a good concept. I I can't say I'm like really glad that I watched it, but it's I'm not mad that I watched it. <laughs> I don't know, man. It it just falls right. right in the middle for me. You know, like it was. I wish it was better. I wish it was better. I wanted to like this movie. I really did. Well, I paid $7 to rent it, and I want to know how I get my $7. Oh, yeah, okay, well, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to give it a very soft 7. Ah, not too bad. I think think there is a good movie here. I, I do want to see a sequel. In right. my mind, I kind of, I kind of made the sequel up in my mind. Um, I think there's a lot of good ideas in here. Yes, they may be borrowed, but you know, a lot of movies we see borrow stuff from other movies. Right. Um, I bring it up in spoilers. There's a lot of, a lot of things I would like to see more, but I'm a, I'm a give it a soft seven. All right. I hope well, the second one has a bigger budget. I'm sure it will. Like I said, I've heard a lot of good reviews about this. I know I'm in the minority here. I mean, I'm just, I just calls it like I sees it. I mean, I just was really looking forward to a good movie and I didn't get it. So I was actually kind of pissed off. And then the characters in the fucking white, uh, what, what, what the hell kind of robes they were wearing or whatever. You are, you guys ready to get into spoilers? Yeah. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. I suppose right. that's what we're doing. Okay, so, <laughs> so what was up with all these fucking acolytes in the white robes that would just kind of show up? I mean, see how how, how I don't know, but I wish they did more with them. Yeah, that, that, that was that's where I'm at. Creepy. <laughs> that's where I was at. There, uh, right. part of the things I wanted to see more of was the the cult. Right. And yeah. I wanted I wanted more of um, they mentioned the the gateway the in the in, infinite astro gate. Right. I kind of wanted more of that stuff too because uh, you started getting a little uh, science fiction in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool imagery. They had that triangle going on through the whole movie. So good ideas. Just follow through. Yeah, I don't know. I just um, okay. So do do you guys? Were, were you the same way I was where it, it almost kind of seemed like, yeah, maybe they were trying to go in one direction with, with, uh, okay. So it was the, it was the doctor, right? The doctor was yes. the one that allowed the, the Cthulhu's mythos into earth or whatever through the portal. Yes. I believe so. And it was, it had something to do with, God, help me out here, guys. <laughs> he lost a daughter or he, Dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm learning lost. at the same time lost. you are. See, You're helping. See, I, I, just, I just didn't see any connection between him and the acolytes or whatever. See, that really explained a lot. That's where I would want a sequel because if if I if I had it my way, the sequel would be, would be a prequel slash se- uh, sequel. Mm-hmm. Like we would get flashbacks of what happened when he was, um, I guess, uh, getting involved in all of that. And where the movie would go on forward would be the rest of the movie. I don't know if that's asking too much of these 
filmmakers to do. But yeah, there was a lot of questions left unanswered in this movie. Right. Yeah. It was like they um, went, okay, how can we keep them in the hospital? I know we'll get a bunch of weird cult guys to come after them. Okay, well, what do they have to do with it? What? Well, they keep them in the hospital. And and I, <laughs> I agree with you guys. I also had a problem with the deputy because he was the biggest pussy in this fucking movie. He oh, was he constantly was terrible, getting, man. yeah, he was constantly getting his ass kicked. That guy would not. But, that guy would not last one day in law enforcement. No, he kind of reminded me of um, what is his name? The guy from Scream, Dewey. Yeah, Deputy Dewey. He was uh, a less interesting deputy that was awesome. Right. <laughs> Way less interesting. He was irritating to me a little bit, man. I don't know what it is. There was something with this stupid fucking hair. He, he did not I didn't like what he had going on, man. Like he was trying to be better than he was or something. Have you guys ever seen Spaceballs? Yes. I couldn't get over okay. the irritating fact that he, he seemed to be trying to channel Lone Star the whole time. Yeah, right? <laughs> Did you get uh, that, Brian? Uh, a little bit. He kind of <laughs> had that vibe. Oh, uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head on that one, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, one one scene I really like. I like the scene with the pregnant girl. Right. When she when she yeah. made her turn and she got a, or she slit the grandfather's throat. Yeah, that was and super I, creepy. I, yeah, I thought that that scene was also creepy when the the whatever came out of her whatever was birthed through her right and it was just it was coming after the people and it was still connected to her and it was just dragging the body behind her i thought that was that was super super disgusting and yeah there was like there there was practical effects in here that i really liked right the scene though where they had the big monster and they start shooting it and it's just like wiggling tentacles to be wiggling tentacles and i mean you can tell that it was like a just a straight up thing ripoff but really badly done. <laughs> you know? Great way to put it. And I, it was, yeah. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like they had one guy just wiggling some shit back there, like it was pretending to be tentacles or something. Look, it was, it was really. It, it took me out of it for a second. Look how much like the thing we are. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, what else was going on in this movie, guys? Help me out here. I'm lost. Uh, I, I, I hear what you were saying about Hellraiser because uh, Frank Frank from Hellraiser did show up at the end. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't even notice that was it was the same actor. No, but oh, when the, when the doctor character. had pulled his face off, he looked exactly. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Well, I was see, and I was okay with that. I was okay with everything that happened. I just didn't like the way that they did it or explained right. it. Like I just I wish it was better, man, because it was it, uh, it had such mm-hmm. a good like promise, you know. Like right. it's it's got such potential, and and they just almost got it, just didn't quite get there. Well, like I said, man, there's a lot of I listen to a lot of horror podcasts, and there's a lot of people who who really fucking love this movie. So there there will I'm sure be a sequel. Or Brian, did you say there's already there's already one approved or what? No, that was just some. That was just something I threw out there. I mean, okay. there's a lot of people I, that love sport too, right? Yeah, like I said, um, or like <laughs> you said, there's a lot of people that that like this movie. So, hope. I mean, my hope is that they're they're going to take every criticism because there there also is a lot of criticism about this movie. Okay, um, that they'll take that and 
fix it for the sequel because my I think overall my biggest thing was there there was a lot of stuff that I was interested in this movie that just wasn't explained. Yeah, and maybe was, moving forward. Yeah, maybe moving forward they'll correct that. Put some more little cult guys in there. Explain why the fuck they're there and and all that. And we we could have it. We could have ourselves a good movie here. Now, Lance, will this make it? on your worst list i don't i don't know yet man we're still we're still pretty early in the year but uh i guess i asked for it didn't i about three weeks ago did i or did i not ask for this um yeah i would say you made the statement that it's been a very good year oh boy (laughs) (laughs) well it's i should have had faith that there's somehow or another i'm gonna i'm gonna get my my five worst list by hook or by crook you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, if the list was printed today, it would be on there for sure, Brian. You bet. Okay. Ouch. Absolutely. But, again, it's not as bad as the Bye-Bye Man. Hey, maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll yeah. listen to us and they'll put that on the, on the, on the Blu-ray box. Oh, not my as gosh. Not Bye-Bye Man. <laughs> I don't, and you know what? For some reason, I see a sequel being made. For the Bye-Bye I, Man? Yeah, I have not oh, heard. stop it. Stop it. Because they made it for cheap. They made that movie for Hello. cheap. <laughs> but I have, I have not heard one I have not heard one good review good about review. that movie. But now, I know it, 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 it made a little bit of money because it, it was a small budget. Quick question. By any chance, um, you're, you were talking about how it uh, – you, you said it, it did make a little bit of money. Is it uh, – do you see it being one of these um, – Ah, oh, help me out here. What was the what was the uh, the series that got so big? Uh, Paranormal Activity, right? Oh yes. yeah. You, do you do you see a do you see a uh, Bye Bye Man franchise? God no. <laughs> uh, I, I pulled it up right here. It made twenty over twenty six million off of a seven million dollar budget. Ah, uh, that's not that great though. But, not bad. I mean, that's no Blair. That's definitely no, definitely no Blair Witch or Paranormal Activity, though. That's for sure. No. Well, I mean, Paranormal Activity—they were making it off of what thousands of dollars the first one. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was low budget and super high grossing. So let me let me ask let me ask you guys this: what was what was the bigger fuck up this year for Faye Dunaway, being in the Bye Bye Man or that little uh, that little guffaw at the Oscars? <laughs> That's a tough one, huh? <laughs> well, I'm okay. She didn't mention that this one won Best Picture. Oh, actually, okay. I don't. She, no, no, she wouldn't I'm even a, say it. She handed it off to Beatty. Remember the card. So that that's why I don't say it's her fuck up. Uh, yeah. All right. Because well, Warren Beatty, you can tell he looked at it and he knew something was wrong. Something was wrong. But he right? read it anyways. So that was I'm, the Oscars fuck up. I wouldn't say it was either one of them. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Philip and I'm gonna say the Bye Bye Man because nobody yeah. should have been in that fucking movie. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, but we we just can't quit talking about it, can we? Well, we needed something to replace the darkness. So right. <laughs> I don't know. Come next year, I don't know what that movie will be, but uh, something I, will. Well, there's there's going to be more. We're not even halfway through this year yet. Mm-hmm. Well, you can have you can have faith for sure. So, uh, what you guys got any more you want to say about the void? 
No, um, I think uh, you said a whole lot in your review, and uh, I somewhat counteracted. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still think people should check it out. I mean, you know, opinions vary. Yeah. It, was, a lo- it wasn't a bad watch. It just wasn't amazing. But, but everything you said, Lance, I can totally see, though. All right, well, <clears throat> fair enough. So that's uh, that's this week. Now, uh, of course, we always want to thank you listeners for uh, catching another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback, and I think we're going to... Sounds like Brian's going to have some other ways for you guys to do that pretty soon as well. So we should get an uptick in feedback, I think, once we get that uh, listener group started. Um, now, next week, it's going to be uh, another one that's going to be a little bit out of the box because, of course, we do have the Frightmare Weekend. So all of the all of the times that we normally record the show um, are going to be really up in the air because, of course, uh, Brian, unfortunately, you're, I know you're not going to be there with us, but... Uh, Phil and I are gonna are gonna be in in the Dallas area attending that throughout the entire time frame, uh, but we definitely do still want to get a show done. Uh, for next week, I believe we are doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Well, that's gonna be a hard one not to do. <laughs> that's gonna be a tough and yeah. it was up in the air. Which movie? A lot of good ideas was suggested, but uh, I think we are going with Howard the Duck as our companion movie. This should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think this will make a lot of interesting conversation. Okay. Are we going to have a guest? So, but I do believe we will have one. And could it, would it would it possibly maybe be our head writer, the horror? Returns? Uh, our resident fact checker, uh, yes, I believe Patrick will uh, will be on. All right. Well, we can only hope, Patrick, if you're listening, and I know you are. Don't let us down. I have no idea when we're going to record or how we're going to pull this off, but uh, I don't know how how early you think we're going to be back on uh, Sunday, Phil, or do you want to try to re- do a recording when we're there? What What are you guys all thinking here? Um, I mean. You guys just let me know. I can make it happen on my end. I probably won't. Okay. I usually watch the movies uh, early, but I think the right. earliest I'll be able to see it is a, is Friday night. So, all right. Well, if you could, uh, I guess, I guess, get in touch with, keep in touch with Patrick, and just kind of let him know what's going on, and we'll play it by ear. All right. Hey, sorry, I cut it out for a minute. Ah, uh, it's all good, man. We're um, okay. I, I think, I think, I think we're Go. set. We're set on what we're doing next week. We just need to figure out exactly when we're doing it. Okay. So until the horror returns again. Buenos nachos. Good night. <laughs>